Good evening, and welcome to the Sleep with Josh podcast. It's the podcast where you sleep uh, with Josh. I am comedian Josh Yang, and every episode I read various pieces of literature in my trademark monotone voice to help you drift off to sleep. Literature like the dictionary, laws, various manuals, the different terms of services that everyone agrees to but never really reads, and other random, boring ideas. Tonight, it's part three of the ongoing and wildly entertaining saga that is reading the Canadian Copyright Act of 1921. Exciting. If you find yourself enjoying this experience, please follow this podcast on your podcast player of choice and tell everyone you know that you sleep with Josh. Because at the end of the day, the more people that sleep with Josh, the better. Feel free to also follow me on social media at Josh Yang Comedy. Now sit back, close your eyes, and let your mind wander. Because you'll get tired of this podcast. Guaranteed. Copyright Act of Canada Section 17 Subsection 1 Cinematographic Works Where the performer authorizes the embodiment of the performer's performance in a cinematographic work, the performer may no longer exercise in relation to the performance where embodied in that cinematographic work. The copyright referred to in subsection 15. 1. Subsection 2. Right to remuneration, where there is an agreement governing the embodiment referred to in subsection 1, and that agreement provides for a right to remuneration for the reproduction performance in public or communication to the public 
by telecommunication of the cinematographic work. The performer may enforce that right against. Paragraph A. The other party to the agreement or if that party assigns the agreement, the assignee, and paragraph B, any other person who, one, subparagraph, one, owns the copyright in the cinematographic work governing the reproduction of the cinematographic work, its performance in public, or its communication to the public by telecommunication. And subparagraph 2 reproduces the cinematographic work, performs it in public, or communicates it to the public by telecommunication. And persons referred to in paragraphs A and B are jointly and severely liable to the performer in respect of the remuneration relating to that copyright. Subsection 3. Application of Subsection 2. Subsection 2 applies only if the performer's performance is embodied in a prescribed cinematographic work. Subsection 4. Exception if so requested by a country that is a party to the North American Free Trade Agreement, the minister may, by a statement published in the Canada Gazette, grant the benefits conferred by this section, subject to any terms and conditions specified in the statement to performers who are nationals of that country or another country that is a party to the agreement or are Canadian citizens or permanent residents within the meaning of subsection 2, paragraph 1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act and whose performers' performances are embodied in works other than the prescribed cinematographic works referred to in subsection 3. Moral Rights Section 17.1 Subsection 1 moral rights. In the cases referred to in subsections 
15, 2.1, and 2.2. A performer of a live oral performance or a performance fixed in a sound recording has, subject to subsections 28.2, 1. The right to the integrity of the performance and, in connection with an act mentioned in subsection 15, 1.1, or one for which the performer has a right to remuneration under section 19, the right, if it is reasonable in the circumstances, to be associated with the performance as its performer by name or under a pseudonym, and the right to remain anonymous. Subsection 2. No assignment of moral rights. Moral rights may not be assigned, but may be waived in whole or in part. Subsection 3. No waiver by assignment. An assignment of copyright in a performer's performance does not by itself constitute a waiver of any moral rights. Subsection 4. Effect of Waiver If a waiver of any moral right is made in favor of an owner or a licensee of a copyright, it may be invoked by any person authorized by the owner or licensee to use the performer's performance unless there is an indication to the contrary in the waiver. Section 17.2 Application and Term Subsection 1 Subsection 17.1 1. Applies only in respect of a performer's performance that occurs after the coming into force of that subsection. The moral rights subsist for the same term as the copyright in that performer's performance. Subsection 2. Succession. The moral rights in respect of a performer's performance pass. Of a performer's performance pass on the performer's death to paragraph A. The person to whom those rights are specifically bequeathed. B. If there is not a specific bequest of those moral rights and the performer dies testate in respect of the copyright in the performer's performance, the person to whom that copyright is bequeathed or 
subparagraph C. If there is not a person as described in paragraph A or B, the person entitled to any other property in respect of which the performer dies into state. Those were paragraphs, not subparagraphs. My mistake. Subsection 3. Subsequent succession. Subsection 2 applies with any modifications that the circumstances require on the death of any person who holds moral rights. Rights of Sound Recording Makers Section 18 Subsection 1 Copyright in Sound Recordings Subject to Subsection 2 The maker of a sound recording has a copyright in the sound recording consisting of the sole right to do the following in relation to the sound recording or any substantial part thereof. Paragraph A. To publish it for the first time. Paragraph B. To reproduce it in any material form. And paragraph C. To rent it out and to authorize any such acts. Subsection 1.1 Copyright in Sound Recordings Subject to subsections 2.1 and 2.2 A sound recording maker's copyright in the sound recording also includes the sole right to do the following acts in relation to the sound recording or any substantial part of it, and to authorize any of those acts. Paragraph A. To make it available to the public by telecommunication in a way that allows a member of the public to have access to it from a place and at a time individually chosen by that member of the public and to communicate it to the public by telecommunication in that way. And paragraph B, if it is in the form of a tangible object to sell or otherwise transfer ownership of the tangible object, as long as that ownership has never previously been transferred in or outside Canada with the authorization of the owner of the copyright in the sound recording. Subsection 2 Conditions for Copyright Subsection 1 applies only if Paragraph A at the time of the first fixation or if that first fixation was extended over a considerable period. During any substantial part of that period, the maker of the sound recording, subparagraph 1, 
was a Canadian citizen or permanent resident, as defined in subsection 2.1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act. Subparagraph 2 was a citizen or permanent resident of a Bern Convention country, a Rome Convention country, a WPPT country, or a country that is a WTO member. Or, subparagraph 3, had its headquarters in one of those countries in the case of a corporation. Or, paragraph B, the first publication of the sound recording in a quantity sufficient to satisfy the reasonable demands of the public occurred in any country referred to in paragraph A. Subsection 2.1 Conditions for Copyright Subsection 1.1 applies if Paragraph A At the time of the first fixation or if that first fixation was extended over a considerable period during any substantial part of that period the maker of the sound recording Subparagraph 1 was a Canadian citizen or permanent resident as defined in subsection 2.1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, or subparagraph 2 had its headquarters in Canada in the case of a corporation, or paragraph B. The first publication of the sound recording in a quantity sufficient to satisfy the reasonable demands of the public occurred in Canada. Subsection 2.2 Conditions for Copyright Subsection 1.1 also applies if Paragraph A At the time of the first fixation or if that first fixation was extended over a considerable period. During any substantial part of that period, the maker of the sound recording, subparagraph 1, was a citizen or permanent resident of a WPPT country, or subparagraph 2, had its headquarters in a WPPT country in the case of a corporation, or paragraph B, the first publication of the sound recording in a quantity sufficient to satisfy the reasonable demands of the public occurred in a WPPT country. Subsection 3, publication. The first publication is deemed to have occurred in a country referred to in paragraph 2 A, notwithstanding that it in fact occurred previously elsewhere. If the interval between those two publications does not exceed 30 days. Subsection 4 publication. The first publication 
of a sound recording is deemed to have occurred in a WPPT country, despite an earlier publication elsewhere, if the interval between the publication in that WPPT country and the earlier publication does not exceed 30 days. Provisions applicable to both performers and sound recording makers. Section 19. Subsection 1. Right to remuneration. Canada. If a sound recording has been published, the performer and maker are entitled, subject to subsection 21, to be paid equitable remuneration for its performance in public or its communication to the public by telecommunication, except for a communication in the circumstances referred to in paragraph 15.1.1 d or 18.1.1 a and any retransmission subsection 1.1 right to remuneration rome convention country if a sound recording has been published the performer and maker are entitled, subject to subsections 21.1 and 2, to be paid equitable remuneration for its performance in public, or its communication to the public by telecommunication, except for paragraph A a communication in the circumstances referred to in paragraph 15.1.1d or section 18 subsection 1.1 paragraph a if the person entitled to the equitable remuneration is entitled to the right referred to in those paragraphs for that communication and Paragraph B, any retransmission. Subsection 1.2, right to remuneration, WPPT country. If a sound recording has been published, the performer and maker are entitled, subject to subsections 21.2 and 2.1 to be paid equitable remuneration for its performance in public or its communication to the public by telecommunication except for a communication in the circumstances referred to in paragraph 15 subsection 2.1.1 d or Section 18, subsection 1.1, paragraph A, and any retransmission. I'm not too sure exactly how I want to read those. If I just say 18, 1.1A is sufficient. It's a little shorter, but I mean, you can kind of get it. 
Subsection 2. Royalties. For the purpose of providing the remuneration mentioned in this section, a person who performs a published sound recording in public or communicates it to the public by telecommunication is liable to pay royalties. Paragraph A. In the case of a sound recording of a musical work, the Collective Society authorized under Part 7.1 to collect them. Or, Paragraph B. In the case of a sound recording of a literary work or dramatic work, to either the maker of the sound recording or the performer. Subsection 3. Divisions of Royalties. The royalties, once paid pursuant to paragraph 2a or b, shall be divided so that paragraph a, the performer or performers receive an aggregate 50%, and paragraph b, the maker or makers receive an aggregate 50%. Section 19.1 deemed publication Canada despite subsection 2.21 a sound recording that has been made available to the public by telecommunication in a way that allows a member of the public to access it from a place and at a time individually chosen by that member of the public or that has been communicated to the public by telecommunication in that way is deemed to have been published for the purposes of subsection 19.1. Section 19.2 Deemed Publication WPPT Country Despite subsection 2.2 1. A sound recording that has been made available to the public by telecommunication in a way that allows a member of the public to access it from a place and at a time individually chosen by that member of the public or that has been communicated to the public by telecommunication in that way is deemed to have been published for the purposes of subsection 19.1.2. Section 20. Conditions. Canada. Subsection 1. The right to remuneration conferred by subsection 19.1 applies only if Paragraph A. The maker was at the date of the first fixation, a Canadian citizen or permanent resident within the meaning of subsection 2.1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, or if a corporation had its headquarters in Canada, or paragraph B, 
all the fixations done for the sound recording occurred in Canada. Subsection 1.1 Conditions Rome Convention Country The right to remuneration conferred by subsection 19 1.1 applies only if Paragraph A Paragraph A The maker was, at the date of the first fixation, a citizen or permanent resident of a Rome Convention country, or if a corporation had its headquarters in a Rome Convention country. Or paragraph B. All the fixations done for the sound recording occurred in a Rome Convention country. Subsection 1.2 Conditions WPPT Country The right to remuneration conferred by subsection 19.1.2 applies only if Paragraph A The maker was, at the date of the first fixation, a citizen or permanent resident of a WPPT country or if a corporation had its headquarters in a WPPT country. Or paragraph B. All the fixations done for the sound recording occurred in a WPPT country. Subsection 2. Exception. Rome Convention Country. Despite subsection 1.1. If the minister is of the opinion that a Rome Convention country does not grant a right to remuneration similar in scope and duration to that provided by subsection 19.1.1 for the performance in public or the communication to the public of a sound recording whose maker at the date of its first fixation was a Canadian citizen or permanent resident within the meaning of subsection 2.1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act. Or, if a corporation had its headquarters in Canada, the minister may, by a statement published in the Canada Gazette, limit the scope and duration of the protection for sound recordings whose first fixation is done by a maker who is a citizen or permanent resident of that country, or if a corporation has its headquarters in that country. Subsection 2.1 Exception WPPT Country Despite subsection 1.2 if the minister is of the opinion that a WPPT country does not grant a right to remuneration similar in scope and duration to that provided by subsection 19.1.2 for the performance in public or the communication to the public of a sound recording whose maker 
at the date of its first fixation, was a Canadian citizen or permanent resident within the meaning of subsection 2.1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, or if a corporation had its headquarters in Canada, the minister may, by a statement published in the Canada Gazette, limit the scope and duration of the protection for sound recordings whose first fixation is done by a maker who is a citizen or permanent resident of that country, or if a corporation has its headquarters in that country. Subsection 3. Exception. If so requested by a country that is a party to the North American Free Trade Agreement, the minister may, by a statement published in the Canada Gazette, grant the right to remuneration conferred by subsection 19.1.1 to performers or makers who are nationals of that country and whose sound recordings embody dramatic or literary works. Subsection 4. Application of Section 19. Where a statement is published under subsection 3, section 19 applies. Paragraph A. In respect of nationals of a country mentioned in that statement, as if they were citizens of Canada, or, in the case of corporations, had their headquarters in Canada. And paragraph B as if the fixations made for the purpose of their sound recordings had been made in Canada. And that is where we're going to end part three of the Canadian Copyright Act. Thank you for listening, and hey, congratulations, you've just slept with Josh. But if you're still awake, Please remember to follow this podcast on your player of choice and give us a review because I hope that was as good for you as it was for me. Good night.